You are listening to Boku No Stop, an anime podcast that is pretty sure a cat just stole that guy's money. I'm your host, Sybil Arnett, and with me is... <laughs> Matt Marcus, uh, currently catless. Garrett, also currently catless in this room. And Chris, my butt plug is missing, please help. <laughs> Did Buddy get into the into the sex uh, toy drawer again? That's right. <laughs> I gotta go get Buddy, I'll be right back. <laughs> and today we're talking about Code Geass, episodes 5 and 6. It'd be really funny if uh, Buddy, Buddy was the name of the sex toy of the butt plug, right? <laughs> Let me go get Buddy. Look, you know what? I'm sure it wouldn't be the first time somebody's been fidgeting while I've been on mic with him. Anyway, content warnings for today's batch include gun violence, casual comedic homophobia, and just full-throated racism. So much. All of it. So, last time, Lelouch v. Britannia, a bastard prince of the Empire which has conquered most of the world, has been given a power of mind control with anyone who looks into his eyes. He's thus far used this to kill one of his brothers, throwing the island of Japan, now known as Area 11, into chaos, but also catching up his childhood best friend and absolute turbo-lib Suzuku into the chaos, the latter thrown to the wolves the assassin for the sake of calming the public. Stepping up his terrorism, Lelouch begins donning a mask and cape and taking on the identity of Zero to fool his fellow terrorists and cover his ID from fellow student-slash-terrorist Kalen, and in a striking show for all the public to see on live television, he openly declares he was the killer and frees Suzuku. Unimpressed by the save, the hapless Patsy immediately leaves, declaring he will change the Empire from within the system and returning to police custody for his own great trial. Lelouch then heads home, where he does not realize the dead woman who gave him this power is currently looming beside his blind sister. The mind control's just the one eye right now. I, I mean... There's actually a distinction in the show. Wait, okay. there's a, there's you can have more than one eye control people? No, only one eye does the thing. Yeah, only one eye does the thing. Anyway, that takes us to episode five, Princess and the Witch. Uh, so... You can't call a lady that, Matt. I, I didn't. The show did. Was anyway, that Ted Cruz uh, of the serial Zodiac Killer bug? No, <laughs> it's, it is decidedly not. <laughs> okay. okay. It's filthier than that, and let's leave it there. Okay, great. I just saw a bunch of texts that looked exactly like a bug I owned. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, anyway, an exhausted Lelouch slumps back to campus and heads for his room. And inside, the green-haired girl, who was shortly revealed to be CC, or I guess, it, is it C2 in the in the dub? It's C- They say C2 in the sub, but it's subtitled as CC. Uh, a couple of people use it. I just remember it being CC, which is a name people have. Uh, not spelled that way. But. Yeah, I'm writing it as CC in the notes because it's easier. If you want to pronounce it C2, I don't care. <laughs> Just makes me think too much like great. zero two. Another character we pronounce differently every time we say it. Love it. <laughs> anyway, she's uh, sitting alongside Nunnally and welcomes him home. And Lelouch is just silent and has the best stare for this entire segment. Just staring daggers at, uh, at CC this whole time. Uh, the two of them are folding paper cranes together, and uh, uh, Cece says, oh, looks like you ate out tonight. I'm glad. I'm glad you actually fed yourself. And Nunnally is just going, I'm so glad you're okay. I was worried you would caught up in the uh, that whole zero thing that's going on. 
then Nunnally asks, so your friend here with a weird name, are, are you two dating? Which is like, of course, the first thing you would go to <laughs> in this situation. And this finally gets Lelouch to speak where he's like, no, no, nothing like that. And then Cece just goes, uh, he made it. He made me a promise about our future. And Nunnally's like, like marriage? And Lelouch's like, no, no, she's just joking around. She's like, no, I'm not. And this is this is just this one is of those things part. where yes this is just one of those things where like in japanese there's just certain phrases that are basically marriage proposals or or treated as marriage proposals that don't really translate to english like i want to make you food every day is apparently a marriage proposal (laughs) that's what this feels like um that explains a lot actually yeah that happens all the time it's like oh i wish i could make you food every day oh no i didn't mean it like that it's a thing uh but anyway, the room continues to dunk on Lelouch, which is super easy to do, until he grabs a teacup from the table and hurls it to the <laughs> ground so it breaks. Don't worry, Nanali, I'll never lie to you. Proceeds to lie. <laughs> I I just love this bit, too, where it's like, she, she probably knows where that landed and could That's tell so... it was not near CC at all. <laughs> I just love how disrespectful the show is of Nunnally. They're like, yeah, whatever, here you go. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, yeah, he didn't even bother trying to like toss it on CC herself to actually like... like get her wet. He's just like throwing it like halfway across the room. Oh no, you, you got, you're soaking wet. Let me take you to get a change of clothes. Stay here, Nunnally. I don't want you getting hurt in all this mess. There's all this broken shards of glass that you can't, or or of this teacup that you can't step on because you're in a wheelchair anyway, but I'll clean it up. Don't worry about it. I can't tell if the look in the empty room is funky art or legitimately meant to be, I'm blind, but I'm not dumb, you dick. (laughs) Nunnally's face is always drawn so weird. It it is. It's, It's the clamp style. Well, when you don't have a character use their eyes and give them a perma smile, it's very odd because you can't judge expressions on her as a result. That's true. They don't use her eyebrows well either, because like that's one thing you could do. No, they they literally don't move anything above the top half of her Weird. face. Um, when they're alone in Lelouch's bedroom, Lelouch and C two immediately begin. Um, sparring verbally, um, she asked if he likes the power, and he says it's nice. It let him start fighting the Empire ahead of schedule. Um, she takes an immediate liking to this, um, realizing she chose an interesting man. Um, he keeps trying to score a single point in this verbal sparring. Um, where will you go? The whole military must be after you. Uh, not really, just a small faction. I'll be fine here, I think. Um, she then begins stripping and hurls her clothes aside, pulling herself up under the covers over his frustrated noises. Um, all she says as she tucks herself in is a gentleman would sleep on the floor. Um, he keeps pressing with obvious questions, and all she responds with are answers, as answers are, I hate stubbornness and goodnight, Lelouch. We never get an answer to the question of where are these two sleeping from here on out? Which I mean, is... sleep on the floor where I get run over by Nunnally. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what happens. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, goes that's to wake up Lelouch and just like, yeah, just runs him over. What because was that road bump I Very hit. easy to run over his enormously long arm. <laughs> My man's legs are in the hallway. 
<laughs> it takes up most of the room with his fucking wiry ass arms. Uh, <laughs> Lloyd and Cecily are looking over the news in their lab and catching up on what's happened since Zero's debut. There have been no less than seven brazen attacks by resistance groups perfectly willing to be seen in the open suddenly. And there's a uh, news article where the Japanese military garb crew is legit just posing for the camera with a rifle in hand, which rocks. Uh, Margrave Jeremiah has lost his command as a result of the bridge incident, and people are openly discussing what is orange now. My favorite thing is people just derisively refer to him as orange to his face. <laughs> Very good. Uh, this is the worst nickname you could get in the military that isn't a slur. Congrats, <laughs> you're a fruit. Well, <laughs> I know what I said. Well, they made they made some movies about this. You could have a guy Kate codenamed Orange. <laughs> See, when I heard this, I thought I I just thought it was like a reference to like Agent Orange, like it was like That's a chemical weapons about. thing. Yes, right. That okay, was fair enough. Joke. Fair enough. Uh, uh, yeah, because I'm like that. As soon as they started referring to Orange as a person and specifically him, I'm like, huh? How did you yeah, get it's there? Agent Orange, Matt? Uh, yeah, it's what Lelouch uh, like says in the last episode. He he just like they go into it, but like Lelouch just made it up, and then it kind of just sticks. No, I love that he made it up. That rules. He's just like fuck it. Let's just throw something out there and ruin this guy's career because he sucks. The command hierarchy of the Britannian service is in complete chaos now. No one knows who's on what side now, and interagency communications are terse. It is at this point during the montage where we see the most infamous character in Code Geass, Evangelion crossover all-star Pizza Hut. Uh, mm -hmm. The streaming versions have all the logos removed, but like they did with so many series, Pizza Hut Japan paid for product placement during the season... And the story goes that the actual contract only specified four logos or so for the deal. And they just went fucking nuts because nothing said that they <laughs> couldn't put Pizza Hut logos everywhere. <laughs> so CC almost exclusively eats Pizza Hut. There's a box in frame basically all the time. Every time she's there, logo on the top, turned towards the camera. It's very good. But just assume once per episode. Cece's eating Pizza Hut. Yeah, it's so distracting because, like, even without that, oh god, I'm like looking up the images and they're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. She does it on Lelouch's but, bed while also probably naked. Not great. Yeah, I might be a horrendous gremlin. My body is currently telling me you need to live on something other than marmalade, hormone patches, and coffee. A temple to the filth. And even I'm sitting here looking at Cece's lifestyle and going, bitch, you live like this? And pizza grease is probably not a great lube. No. Lube? I did just have Pizza Hut yesterday. Shout out to Pizza Hut. <laughs> I, I had, well, I didn't have Pizza Hut, but I did have a, a deep dish pizza or like Detroit style pan pizza uh, to break. Passover oh, Matt, fast, I had so access to really good high quality pizza and specifically wanted trash. Look, Chris. The fact that you sought out trash on purpose, we're already here. We know that you do that as a habit. That's right. You know what? <laughs> How do you think I got brought onto the network? Shout out exactly. to Express Pizza. It's way worse cold, but boy, is it great to eat. Hell yes. That's true. <gasps> is this the one with like the little hot dogs as the crust? No, that's the one with the little, the, 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 like the bunch of cheese inside the crust. Yeah. 
No, no, no. This is a different. No, no, no. This is a different one with a little pull away. Like, oh, the little, like, like the hot dog blanket. on the crust. Yeah, that was Pizza Hut. No, that that came that. over later. But like, I guess this was a thing at the time. There, I don't remember seeing this until years later. Gross. Yeah, that was the thing that debuted in Japan. So when you order food on Pizza Hut's website now, they'll give you a ton of warnings about the food in your cart, and it's like, warning, this is like triple your recommended daily sodium intake, and you're going to have a stroke. And I'm like, thank you, Pizza Hut, and you have to check a box to acknowledge that. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Little Caesars is very good about that, because they're just like, how would you like your garbage? Do you want it vertically or horizontally? Shout out. I love Little Caesars. Shout out yeah. to Little Caesars. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I gotta say, though, uh, Pizza Hut in Japan is much nicer than Pizza Hut in the States. Well, yes. That can't be true. It, they well, still if it's, when it's like $40 a pizza, I would hope so. Wait, hold on. Sorry, sorry. I didn't have Pizza Hut in Japan. I had a, I think I had Domino's. I had Pizza Hut in China, and it was also very good. Like, Do surprisingly good the lights, for Matt? I want the light. I want a, light, a Pizza Hut light fixture so bad. <laughs> I, I think they did. I don't remember. I just remember I the pizza being like, oh, I hate. Imagine that this was a Pizza Hut light fixture instead. <laughs> but then the room would just have like be a red a red underglow to it at all times. Hey, you know what? Hey, maybe people would be able to read my magic cards instead of the awful white glare because this hangs directly over my desk. Well, look, look, just buy it off eBay because it'll come automatically no, with all no. like the Chris green and I will never do that because no. we know. We know. I, yeah, aware, it, I know who Jake Rodkin is. I know better. Yep. <laughs> Wait, what? Don't worry about it. Short version, a running theme on the Idle Thumbs podcast for, for literal like years. years is that Jake Rodkin wanted to buy a Pizza Hut lamb, and with all of them closing at different points, it was so easy to. And every time, no matter how much care was taken... They all arrived as boxes of shattered glass. Okay, okay. This happened my... no less than three times to the man. But now I'm in Arrested Development mode where, but maybe it will work for us. Exactly. <laughs> well, well the, the, the thing that's funny about it is like, I would imagine that all of those are just caked in pizza grease that like got in the air. The look I get when I call an electrician to install a new <laughs> light fixture and it's a pizza hut shit. <laughs> okay. All right. I think that I saw something that might be a bit. I think I saw something that might be a spoiler that it's a well actually or it's just deviant art being deviant art. Pizza hut still? No, well, yes, because uh, check out this drawing okay. of someone did of CC. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Jeez. Oh, it's a recording text. <laughs> That's a Xenosaga costume. That's not a fucking spoiler. Yeah, yeah, but it's... A, I, I didn't know if it would be a spoiler or not. We don't know shit about her, but I... She, I know shit about she her. Probably, she probably doesn't have Pizza Hut tattooed on her ass cheek. Like, I can't no, confirm that is true. No, we've already seen her ass cheek. Wait, no, no, this we is saw the Karen's worst way to put cheek. hot dogs in the crust. Why would yes. you do it this way? Uh-huh. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna close Is that this mayo and shrimp? I bet that's good. Mail order shrimp? No, mayo and shrimp on half of that pizza. Mayo and shrimp. That. That's probably fine. That's Mail probably order okay. shrimp is just getting a delivery driver to stick around. I so know. again, Lelouch points out that the orange thing is something he just made up, and everyone trying to root out a secret means nobody trusts anyone, and that makes his job easier. We kept the sequence off with Lelouch not yahooing Suzuku's name, trying to find out his fate. 
This is used as a cut to the trial, which plays out in two sentences, and we don't even see the inside of the courthouse. Turns out when a major terrorist goes, yeah, I did it, and the guy leading the prosecution loses his command, everyone drops the charges. So Suzuku is walking out of the building, wondering what has even happened. Presumably he's been locked down and hasn't heard about all the chaos yet. When woman from the sky! He heard about all the chaos! He was literally there! Mm-hmm. But he's literally going around just asking, what's up? What's What was that all about? Yeah, but you were there. You know what that's about. Suzuku is dumb as a post. Okay, That's true. All that's say, why he pilots robot he good. Yeah, he's, he's so dumb, he doesn't recognize this woman. I, I guess they make, they make some like weak-ass excuses as to why nobody recognizes Literally her. nobody but Lloyd recognizes this woman, and we will find out why. Yeah, <laughs> because they kept her like, you know, shut up in a box like she's fucking, uh, what's her name from Flip Flappers? Just in a <laughs> Yeah, it turns out you can cloister a royal when you own half the world and the paparazzi are your state apparatus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she basically just got homeschooled forever. Uh, so a pink haired lady uh, screams, look out below, and he rushes to catch her. So, uh, so he's not uh, like crushed by her i guess like the fact that he catches her cleanly is uh, uh very lucky for both of them my man has reflexes that's how he's got robot piloting skills that's true that's fair but uh, this of course is the this only like time i will ever call suzuku my man <laughs> you know it's funny too because like when i saw this it just made me think of when mari shows up in the second rebuild movie where it just, just crashes in yeah that's the better uh, version of this yeah, why? Why? Because he ended up crotch first in, <laughs> in Shinji's face. No, because there's literally any narrative reason why she would be falling out of the sky, Matt. Also, uh, that uh. she was smart enough to realize if I leap out of things from a height, I will fall. As opposed to the <laughs> woman who put a curtain out the window and just went, ah! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, this whole thing is baffling to Suzuku. But the uh, the woman says, oh, wait, I, I'm being pursued by some bad guys. Can you help me? I need to get out of here, which sounds immediately super suspicious. But he takes it on on face value anyway. Uh, we cut away to some of the remaining um, pure. I don't like pure bloods. I don't like saying that. Sorry. That, is their, that is their faction. I'm sorry. That is their. It, it is what they are uh, called. Isn't that just a. St- is that a faction or is that just what they are? No, it's a, it's like the, it's a faction within the them. empire that hates having the honorary uh, Britannians. That's Jeremiah, like the ultra. They're like the ultra nationalists, basically. Gotcha. Because to me, whenever I saw purebloods, I just assumed that was just people from Britannia as opposed to like a like political group. People from Britannia would also include honorary Britannians, which is what the purebloods are upset about. That's fair. They also anyway don't like Lelouch because Lelouch violates the one drop law. I mean, yes. But anyway, so, yeah, the purebloods are grousing about Jeremiah, making their lives miserable. And uh, he's this whole ordeal has made them suspicious by proxy. And that's bad, according to them. And uh, their new goal is to destroy whatever this orange is and then get back on top before Princess Cornelia arrives to take over Area 11. And I guess they end up losing all control of the situation. No, they mean they want to kill Jeremiah to save face. That's what they mean here. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to deliver his head to her. And well, I mean, 
Well, I guess she was going to show up no matter what. I guess. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> trying to like yeah. be like, look, we we killed the guy that made the mistake to yeah, it'll make us yeah, look so better. Don't, Please don't, don't, don't kill us. Kick us all out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't do a purge. Only uh, Villetta is it Villetta or Violetta? It's Violetta. Villetta. Villetta, right? right? Only Villetta seems to be able to see the pattern of what's going on. Where Jeremiah's missing memories sound a lot like those of the soldiers in Shinjuku or her own before her frame was stolen. Hmm. Somehow no one knows out about this, even though they all have like special custom frames. Like what? Come on, bro. Uh, walking around town wearing some Char Esmeral ass uh, sunglasses, uh, Suzaku I love gets. Them. They're pretty good. Um, Suzaku gets the pink-haired woman's name, and she does the obvious, I'm stalling to make something up before going, uh, Yuffie, which is just the, the first part of her name, more or less. <laughs> it's just a nickname. <laughs> Yuffie Asia, Got it. <laughs> uh, he tries to give his, but she admits she knows, uh, going, you're a celebrity, Suzaku, and then like goes into his whole spiel of being the son of the prime minister, etc., etc. Well, notably, she omits the part where you were accused of killing Clovis and only brings up the prime minister part. Also true. Um, this is where his bullshit detector goes off, and he asks if there really is anyone chasing her, but she doesn't respond because she's begun kneeling down in the street to talk to a cat. Suzaku makes the most I-hate-my-life face here, and it will probably be the episode art. I love it. It's just such a weird little wiggle guy, and the sunglasses are doing everything for the expression, and he's center frame. That's that's true. Um, the cat loves Yuffie, getting close, letting her pet it. She's cradling it in her arms, and as Suzaku leans in to pet the cat, to pet the charm cat, it takes a bite out of his finger unprompted. This is what it's like when people try to pet my cat. During this sequence, we find out Lloyd was going to pick Suzaku up, Suzuku up, and he's clearly being scouted as their personal pilot. But both <laughs> isn't Ce isn't Cecily Science twink? No, Lloyd is. No. Oh, Cecily's okay. the 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 girl with the blue hair. Okay, but both Lloyd and Cecily both find themselves unwilling to interfere. I just couldn't remember who we referred to as Science Twink. I know what these characters' names are. Both of them find themselves unwilling to interfere when they see him walking around with someone they clearly recognize. And then we get a little montage of the use walking around, shopping, getting crepes, and in the background of various shots, we see Lloyd and Cecily in their truck, just watching from afar, circling around. Uh, Yuffie, when called on her uh, villains being a lie, says that she's just here on vacation and it ends tomorrow and she really wanted to see the city. And she says she wants to see one final area, Shinjuku. This sounds like such a honey trap, right? It's like you go on a nice date. And like, hey, let's let's go to the to the occupied area where we just did a you know a purge. Jesus, hey, Weird. it's probably the only way she's going to get straight intel on this. That's that's true, but also like Suzuku's just such an idiot. Yeah, but he is the definition of useful idiot. He is the Lee Harvey mm -hmm. Oswald of Britannia. Anyway, the school for a second. <laughs> Everyone's huh? response to that was something. You should see these faces. <laughs> Meanwhile, the school day. Callan comes over while Lelouch is looking up more on Suzuku's trial on a very ornate laptop. This thing reminds me of 
laptops my grandfather had when I was growing up because it is literally lap sized. It is wider than a cat. It has like a base as thick as a dictionary set. But it doesn't have the nipple. Nope, no nipple. Sadly, you do not get the mouse clip. Anyway, Callan's going, Hey, Lelouch, do you remember that phone call? Do you think you could look up the caller ID on it? I really want to contact my friend again. And Lelouch says, You know, it might be tricky to call that same number. It was a campus phone. And he stops mid-sentence. Because now, in the middle of the day, Cece is just doing weird acrobatic <laughs> dances in the quad behind Callan. Mm-hmm. At least she put on normal clothes. Well, she just stole Lelouch's, like, uh, non-school uniform clothes. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. Because yeah, that's I his mean, jacket. Yeah, yeah, she's just wearing his stuff. And their bodies are so identical because they're all <laughs> made out works. of spaghetti that, you know, doesn't look any weirder on her. Look, you can put any spaghetti in any other spaghetti bag. Look, she has to pass time while waiting for the Pizza Hut to get here. So, as Callan turns to look at what he was suddenly visibly distracted by, Lelouch grabs her face and pulls her in for what, to Shirley, watching from a hallway above, looks like a passionate kiss. Way over the Shirley thing already. Mm -hmm. This is definitely one of the dumbest things that this show is doing right now, because nothing comes of this either in this episode. Nah, I got too too distracted by a cat. Well, that's related, but you don't need this bit for that to even happen. I love no. the cat thing. Let's be real. The cat thing is very yeah. funny. The cat though. thing is great. The cat thing also very funny. notes very easy for one quarter of our work this week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's true. But Cece runs off and Callan just goes, uh, what are you doing with her mouth in a grasp? And his response is simply, what indeed? That's not an answer, you dick. <laughs> so he sounds more confused. He sounded more confused, like he didn't even know what to say. What <laughs> Instead is, of what being has like, my life become? become. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Lelouch pulls uh, Cece up to the roof uh, so she can just chew her out in uh, privacy. And she chides back, relax, I don't ever leave the campus. And she says she won't do anything to put their unique partnership in danger because, okay, Okay, yeah, they're anime married. I get it. I get it. Both are then distracted by a student who's doing something to a wall. It turns out she's uh, writing uh, <laughs> L do uh, Shinigami like apples on the wall huh. uh, every day. So, but basically that's exactly what's happening here. Lelouch is testing his ability to use the Gias and uh, she's just making a mark every day and seeing how long it'll, the effect will run for. I told you these were the same show, Matt. You weren't <laughs> kidding. <laughs> so, CC makes a few comments during this that suggest that she doesn't quite know how well the power works either, or if she's immune to it, or that it has a name, or anything. Um, we smash from that to uh, Memorial's residents have uh, placed up in the Shinjuku ghetto. I'm sorry to interrupt. Is this the part where Lelouch explains to her that they can't remember it because he thinks it does brain damage to them? No, that is in the next scene. Okay. Yes. Um, While Suzaku and Yuffie look over a wall of flowers 
um, dedications, tiny grave markers, and the like. Two ugly Britannia, uh, Britannian tourists can be heard uh, nearby. Um, this bit is particularly fucked if you listen to the dialogue. They're explicitly taking photos alongside destroyed monuments and picking out what ammunition and weapons were used in the chaos. It's military otakudom taken to a gotta know what bullets they put into your head in the gulag um, fascination level. Um, some of Callan's yeah, cell... They're like taking safari photos, but for, with monuments of the people that their nation has conquered. Yes. Um, some of Callan Cell's rebels get into the fight with these guys, and this is where Suzaku can't stand idly by and mind his fucking business. Um, he runs in and says, no joke, stop please, no violence. Um, it turns out that all this does is get you slapped. But that'll knock your red comet sunglasses off and let people ID you as the prince's assassin. The rebel boss begins going off on him, uh, saying, This guy's nothing more than a slave. Big deal, you're an honorary Britannian, so what? You sold your pride, your people, your soul, and yet you call yourself Japanese. Fucking got his ass! Mm -hmm. <laughs> Suzuku interrupts with the incredibly lukewarm, No, uh you're wrong! And as if this were high school where he'd be mocked forever for... So you're not Japanese either? Asshole. Uh, and then the guy takes a swing at Suzuku, who then forgets that he didn't want any violence, and Judo tosses the guy directly onto his spine for the trouble. And mm -hmm. the friends usher their pal away, and then the Britannians begin giving Suzuku shit as well, saying, How come you waited, huh? Took you a really long time, they broke my stuff. Some honorary citizen you are. And at this point, Yuffie steps up before they can swing on him, and slaps one, knocking his camera to the ground a second time. Fucking get owned, nerd. <laughs> Why don't you have a phone? People have cell phones. People have smartphones in the show. We saw it already. Uh, they have flip phones. Look, Ooh. clearly he's just, like, also, like, a photography otaku in as well yeah. as, like, gun caliber otaku. He does mention a very okay, specific... Okay, yeah, could like things there's... without being referred to as an otaku. Come on. No, it's... There, there are definite, like camera obsessed people in japan like that is a whole subculture <laughs> it's wild they do better interspersed during this sequence we have seen the purebloods radio jeremiah on his patrol they claim that intel has given them a lead on zero's location and he asks they seal off the sector hint it's in shinjuku and rushes over Valletta, however, is too late to arrive to stop this plot, arriving at the comms room just after they've sent Jeremiah into the obvious trap. We then cut to Lelouch and Cece in his room. He is explaining all of the rules he's worked out about his power while she robes back up into her white straitjacket outfit. It relies on eye-to-eye -eye visual contact, but it can also be reflected across surfaces like a mirror. It seems to have an effective range of about 270 meters. It only gets one use per target. It interferes with the memories of the target before, during, and immediately after the command, suggesting it interferes with brain activity. So Incredible. yes, this is where it's, mm -hmm. I think I'm giving people brain damage. Uh-huh. I cannot believe. <laughs> yeah, he's just uh, forcing people to junction GFs. That's what's happening here. <laughs> CC asks if this is a war that can be fought with only the GS as a weapon when the opponent is an empire controlling over a third of the planet. Unfortunately, she has activated the Yowie Pairing Trap card. 
So we go into a mixed monologue montage with Lelouch and Suzuku both explaining their to their relative. Well, honestly, to their relative women, more like to the relative women in front of them, uh, how they feel about violence, conflict in Britannia after the shared trial, shared childhood trauma that they went through. And both men agree that the cycle of war, carnage, racism, etc. is all bullshit and it has to be shattered. Uh, CC puts in a dig here being like, how idealistic. Uh, each asks, how do you do it? Uh, how do you make this utopia? Stop wars, all that. And Lelouch knocks over a king on a chessboard because he's, he's the chess guy and says it's simple. When somebody wins, the fighting is over. Except that's not how any of this. No, it's incredibly dumb, but I think we're supposed to take that away. <laughs> no, that's the whole. Anyway, uh, Suzuku, meanwhile, says that he has no idea how you go about this. Uh, but if he stops trying to fix the system, his father's death would be in vain. Uh, his metaphor comes in the form of holding a shattered pocket watch, the one we saw earlier in the show, which took a bullet that saved his life. Yeah, the one he keeps in his back pocket, the one on his back. Yes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. one that yeah. stores in a vest. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then explosions. Um, in a ruined national stadium, other uh, purebloods in their frames are surrounding Jeremiah in an ambush. Um, horrible note, the stadium is actually rubble IRL as well because a 1958 stadium with ages of history was destroyed and paved over to create the 20... Jesus Christ. Yep. To create the 2020 Olympic Stadium. What the fuck, the IOC? Um, their goal is to wipe away their shame before the princess arrives. This is how we keep our officials honest. Um, that is the funniest quote to me. We are going to serve you up as a corpse. This is how we keep politicians honest. I mean, Cornelia's probably not into it, to be honest. They're not incorrect. I can't say I'm against this, but that's fucking funny. If you go you could get some better legislation, probably. It only takes a couple before the message is clear. With violence breaking out, Lloyd and Cecile stop fucking around and pull up behind Suzaku and Yuffie. Get in. The purebloods are having some kind of squabble nearby. Um, Lloyd also taunts the boy. Shame about your acquittal. It seems you're going to be stuck working for me now. Um, Suzaku then turns it around on him, knowing damn well what the oversized truck is hauling. Uh, going, wait, isn't this an opportunity for good combat data? Lloyd then makes a what little... What about the data? <laughs> <laughs> you just hear the boing. Yeah, and then Lloyd makes the quote, you've given me a Wesker boner noise, and we're <laughs> off to the races. Um, with Suzaku apologizing to Yuffie, but saying uh, these two will get her to safety. He has to try and stop this. Uh, the battle's going pretty badly for Jeremiah, who everyone is now alternatively calling Jeremiah and Orange. Because a four-on-one fight is bad odds, even for a talented pilot. However, the Lancelot busts in and immediately turns the tables, with Suzuku pulling out two heat blades and slashing to disarm as many mechs as possible, all while preaching peace. A shout-out to the part where he slices the one cable thing directly in half. Pretty cool. Uh, when the purebloods realize they can't win the fight, but they can still kill Jeremiah, they start rushing for him, only to have Valletta arrive in her own frame to turn the odds from... Four to one into a much more even battlefield. And uh, meanwhile, Yuffie is running towards all of the chaos on foot. Takes a long time because the backside of stadium is very big. 
The leader of the nobles, refusing to lose to this band, pulls out what they call a chaos mind grenade, which is just a grenade that just opens fire slag fucking everywhere at the Mecca and now Yuffie also. Uh, nobody has noticed her yet, apparently, but Suzuku leaps to the front with his energy shield, reactor making the overheating animation, as Valetta and Jeremiah are very surprised that the Eleven is saving them. When the weapon drops to the ground, spent, this is when uh, Yuffie walks out and goes from uh, the charmingly uh, flighty teen to, I am here to kick in your teeth, so far you will shit my foot, declaring that everyone is going to drop their weapons because she is... Princess Euphemia Lee Britannia, third princess of the royal family, and everyone is done fighting today. Understood. In the back, uh, Cecily is sitting behind a riot shield <laughs> and goes, Lloyd, have you known who she was this entire time? Yep. She's been a student until now, never making a public debut, but I knew who the boy was escorting around. Lloyd has this voice actor that makes him sound like White Jafar. It's definitely queer-coded. I fucking love whoever's voice in Lloyd. He sounds like Weevil. He like all, a lot. Every sentence he gives off just ends in a lisp. Oh, it's Liam O'Brien. Oh, unfortunately. Wait, Liam O'Brien does the English voice of Lloyd? Yeah. Oh my god. Now I have to hear this. The purebloods are having a silly squabble. Better get out of here. Oh, and by the way, what a shame about your acquittal. Because now you'll have to work for me again. Wait, battle data for the Lancelot? Uh-huh. Uh, I'll cut I've some in all with does. the episode. But yeah, he's, he's giving a performance that always comes off as I'm just on the side of putting a knife in your kidneys. Uh, Euphemia says to Suzuku that she, too, knows the deep pain he's experienced and asks if he would accept her help in trying to cease the scars of the battlefield. Speechless, the boy drops to his knees and expresses thanks. We then cut to her in full-gowned garb beside soldiers aplenty under the shadow of a full airship. Euphemia's sister, the new viceroy of Area 11, has arrived. Princess Cornelia is here, and her baby sister is going to be her sub-viceroy. Unlike Euphemia, the smiling pink-haired maiden, Cornelia is basically Titty Lelouch, and you can see where his genetics are definitely part of the bloodline with her purple eyes and hair. Also like Lelouch, she's very results-oriented. She asks an attendant what their first order of business is, and he says they've arranged for a party, very nice celebration of her arrival, and she cuts him off by slowly aiming a gun at his head. Sloppy, arrogant, corrupt, where is Zero? Why do I not have the enemy of the Empire? And then we cut to a shocked Lelouch in class, because they've got a new student coming in. It's Suzuku! Credits roll. <laughs> and, Go uh... Sybil. The guy who voices Weevil is also the voice of Vector the Crocodile. Nice. And also James and Meowth. Love that. Shoutouts to him. Honestly, that's a good... That's a good set of everything. Yeah, but shoutouts to this guy. Yeah, that rules. The the Japanese guy or the, the No, we're talking about the guy who voices Weevil in the Yu-Gi-Oh, who sounds a lot like uh, oh. Lloyd, which made me look up the other one. Okay, okay, I I I don't know shit about Yu-Gi-Oh. Don't worry about but it. That you don't need a... to know anything about it. You will. I, I, I know. You will. Oh, why? When I get to pick, <laughs> we're gonna do it for the show. <laughs> Fuck. But only Battle City. <laughs> Battle City. <laughs> No, that's not uh, true. We gotta watch the we gotta watch the we gotta watch the island one where there's an AMV built into the show. 
I'm kind of into this. Which mm-hmm. island one? Mm-hmm. Like Duelist Kingdom Island or like yeah, the next were, time? The, yeah, Duelist Kingdom Island initial the initial visit. Please, we're not doing all that dragon shit. No, thank you. <laughs> Anyway, that takes us to episode six, The Stolen Mask. You'll not believe who stole this mask. Uh, This is the first episode. uh, Basically, this is the beginning that didn't start with like a three minute recap of what the hell's going on, which is, uh, I mean, it's a bummer if you're trying to get through a bunch of episodes. We have no time to waste this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, I just watched like all 52 episodes of Vodums and literally everyone had like 90 seconds I could save every episode. It was great. Anyway. I'm sure you spent uh, all of that bonus time wisely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Of course. Ah, watching this show. Anyway. Th- while this time we get to see the partial face of the uh, tallest man, it's clear this is the same place we saw in a flash at the end of episode one as Lush got his gias, where an overdubbed voice yelled out about the Ragnarok connection. Uh, I totally forgot about the Ragnarok connection. Don't forget about the Ragnarok connection. It's important later. Well, I mean, yeah, they're bringing yeah. it up now, but in a really depressing way. <laughs> okay. Look, let's be honest. Nobody who's into runes, Ragnarok, and the Norse is not in a really depressing way. You got a point there. I guess that's <laughs> fair. I would consider all the people who play Magic the Gathering depressed. There were a lot of runes in Kaldheim. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I mean the people who are really into Norse runes. You know what I'm talking about. It's fine. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh, Some people, uh-huh. I'm just glad mm-hmm. more people are learning a second language. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, it's a semi-ruined temple, the roof more like the ribs of a Greek structure, columns arching overhead, arcing overhead but not meeting, nothing between them. A robed guard enters, telling the tall man, now revealed to be the Emperor of Britannia, that the remains have arrived, and the Emperor smiles, saying, I was just conversing with Clovis, actually. Hmm. Uh, the guard lets out a little huh, like I just did, uh, while he pauses between sentences, and then he continues saying, the project must proceed without a moment's delay. The opening runs, and then we're back to Ashford Academy, where first period ends. It turns out none of the royals immediately take to the guy uh, held up as a royal assassin and a commoner. Um, there's a lot of gossip, but nobody wants to be the first one to be seen going near the guy. Um, wordlessly, Lelouch heads out of the room, but gives a subtle uh, signal to uh, Suzaku to meet him on the roof. Um, the conversation that follows is pretty heartfelt. Um, remember, neither man has known the other was alive for seven years. Um, it's just that Lelouch got to know his friend, survived, and talked to him once already. And Suzaku rediscovered his pal just in time to worry he was dead for days. Now that they actually have times without guns at their back to discuss things and catch up and see what's what. Uh, Lelouch has to tell Suzaku, hey, so I'm dead on paper and I'm a different guy in the records. Uh, Lelouch Lamperouge, so be careful with my birth name. Lelouch also lies, saying he has no idea what happened to the green girl, saying we got green-haired girl, saying we got separated in the confusion. 
Uh, Suzuku, meanwhile, says he just made an acquaintance who suggested that a 17-year-old's place is in school, so here he is with a pass to Ashford now. And we cut from the two lads while he's saying this to Yuffie wandering what looks like a museum hallway. Uh, paintings abound on the wall. Uh, some still lives. Some of them, they're called still lifes specifically i'm gonna say that. really uh, okay i did not yeah. know the sub still that's why i was very confused yeah. sub still lifes one of them clearly a pre-catastrophe lelouch and dunnelly and their mother uh were all told that all of these paintings were the works of the late prince clovis and euphemia says he had a gentle soul almost as gentle as her brother gee i wonder who that could be looking at what her sister looks like <laughs> Hard cut to Cornelia on the battlefield in her custom nightmare frame, basically doing some armored core shit, single-handedly. Oh, best level? This place looks sick. This would be a great AC yeah. stage. <laughs> but she is rushing in past the common military doing tank battles against the rebels here, and just starts smashing whole armadas. Because this is a big mountainside base. A- I feel like you probably knew this was a rebel base the whole time, given all the mountain uh-huh. holes with turrets on uh-huh. them. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's pretty uh it's pretty conspicuous. B she just crashes down on these people, leaping past the front lines to start taking these them out. These are very above. unfortunately coded, for the record. Debated whether I was going to bring that up because yeah, they all um you know how that one troop has all military uniforms and how Collins uses all headband? These guys are all coded as shirtless kamikazes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is bringing all of the Britannian military might on the island to bear in search of Zero, and unlike her sister, she's perfectly content to leave bodies everywhere as long as they're Japanese bodies and not her own troops. We cut away from this sequence with her deciding, ah, no use hunting rebels one by one when she discovers Zero's not here, so she just begins spraying machine gun fire everywhere inside the hideout. No survivors. A lot of marinara. Oh, yeah. That evening, Nuttily returns home with her maid. Lelouch is waiting inside and says he has a special present for her today. He makes a little shush gesture to the maid and signals Suzuku to come in from the next room. In what is probably my peak weirdest scene of the episode, he kneels down, takes her hands, and despite the fact they haven't met in over seven years, she touches him and immediately begins crying, saying, This hand! I knew you'd be alright! Well, there's a lot of weird, implicit stuff going on with Nunnally, like implying she feels up Lelouch's upper arms a lot, also. I know how she could figure out <laughs> who he is. They've been together. No, I just say, there's a lot of weird feeling up of people going on with Nunnally, and these people have clearly have no idea how blind this works. It's so good. <laughs> I touched well, magic, it turns out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we learn over dinner that Suzuku won't be attending classes every day because he's still got a job in the military that we know a lot about, but uh, he's not telling everyone about because it's probably state secrets. But yeah, he's officially out of frontline duties and uh, he's a part of the engineering corps. That's not true. That's a lie. 
That's just what he says to make her feel better. Well, I think that is the division he's under. He's basically Lloyd's bitch boy. He basically says to her, I'm not in combat. That's the implication here, is that this is a safe job to her. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> hey, at least now they're giving him a weapon. Look, he didn't make a promise that he wouldn't lie to her, so it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. Everybody lies to Nanali. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the one consistent theme of this show. I love that you called her Nanali because that's what the show thinks of her. Just Nanali. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> God, I just rewatched that um, that video of like the good enough uh, explanation of our Kingdom Hearts, and now I have like Naname stuck in my head <laughs> as a name. Uh, we're like not a character. Anyway, Lelouch goes. Uh, you I know you were going to say that. I knew I was baiting you on that. I knew you were going to say that's not Kyrie. I knew it. <laughs> you activated my trap card. <laughs> no, Yu Gi Oh's later. <laughs> Uh, yada yada yada. Anyway, also, they don't activate look, trap cards on that show. They summon trap cards, Matt. Don't worry about fuck, it. Fuck, I don't care. I don't know shit about Yu-Gi-Oh. They We've already talked trap about cards this. Until Battle City. <laughs> uh, so Lelouch goes to refill the teapot, and despite his insisting, uh, she hide away in his room for the night. Cece is just chilling in the kitchen, having more pizza. By the way, yeah. Uh, going. Uh, this seems like a terrible idea, you know. Uh, he doesn't really have an argument for her. He just says, look, he's my friend. He's my we- he's my blind spot. I, you know, I'm allowed to have one. <laughs> and uh, we then cut to Jeremiah, who's who's tied up in a concrete cell like he's the uh, like he's the Joker. And he's starting to look like the Joker a little bit, too, with his design. I mean, his eyes goes a little crazy. Like he just needs a little bit of face paint and he'd be there. You know, dye his hair green. His hair is teal. It's pretty close, especially through the glass. Yeah, like, it wouldn't take much, is all I'm saying. But then uh, he's being released from captivity. The courts have decided that he's innocent of charges of conspiring with Zero, mostly due to having no evidence whatsoever. And uh, nevertheless, they decided, you still fucked up, though, so we're going to demote you three ranks. Ouch. And then he's told, you have two options. You can either start over from the bottom as a pilot or go cultivate an orange farm, which is a pretty nice bird. I appreciated that. Uh, This dude now has the uh, worst nickname in the army, which isn't overtly a slur. And that is all thanks to Lelouch. Speaking of thanks, Lelouch, as uh, Suzaku goes to leave dinner, Lelouch offers an always open invitation for him to come on by for dinner, uh, going, uh, Nanali would love to see you anytime. Um, Suzaku, though, is hesitant. I don't think we should do this again or be seen together in public. It's only going to raise questions of you if people wonder why you let an honorary Britannian and an accused assassin be in your life so uh, shamelessly. I don't want your your secret, not only secret, uh, being exposed. Lelouch has a completely normal reaction to this. Um, Oh, great. Here you go again. Putting everybody's wants before your own. And then Suzaku just goes again, question mark. Uh, anyway, uh, cool. Good night. Wonderful dinner. Bye. Just like the zero slash uh, Suzaku discussion, though, um, Suzaku unknowingly twists the knife as he leaves, pausing to say, I'm glad, though. Um, I never thought we'd get another chance to talk uh, just like this. Um, from the window above, C2 watches the boy leave. The next day, Suzaku is still getting the awkward treatment on campus, and we see two boys uh, 
screwing with a locker and some spray paint. Uh, we hard cut from the red can being shaken up to a Japanese flag at one of the resistance cells. Ogi has used the burners from the last mission to reach out to Zero, uh, saying it hasn't made the news yet, but the blood of the samurai faction has been wiped out. The blood of the samurai faction has been wiped out entirely by Cornelia. They were the largest operation still active in central Japan. Lelouch tells them, sit tight, our chance will come. Be cool, don't panic. That's what she wants. Uh, and he begins to think that maybe it's time to cut ties with this cell. They're getting too familiar, calling him in the middle of a class day when he sees Suzuku outside in the courtyard, also not in class. Unfortunately, Suzuku doesn't get to have a cool phone call with Lloyd. He's busy scrubbing racism off his gym shirt. It's not fully in frame, and it was probably clear in Japanese where it happened to just be kanji, but the U.S. version has go back to your ghetto and probably ends with 11. So, uh, good stuff. Lelouch is shocked that people would be rude about their classes bullshit. And meanwhile, Nina, the mousy girl from student council, is apparently hiding away in the uh, the student council room, typing so loudly that Nunnally can hear for her from elsewhere in the building. Nina has decided that rather to, than attend classes, she's going to hide out and uh, do whatever she's up to because this new transfer student is that 11 assassin. Nina's the fucking worst. Yeah. yeah I'm just like, gathering that from this episode. It, it's o- surprising it only like, escalates from here. Uh, this is a great oh portrayal of like the lib that watches the news. This is the yeah. she's the person that believes that crime is in fact going up. Yeah, it, this is like the last person you would normally see be like the most racist one, at least depicted in media. Usually it'd be someone more aggro, but yeah, this is very surprising. <laughs> yeah, this is Lane's meek friend who doesn't want to go to the yeah. raves. Uh-huh. Just wait. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is one of the clearest times where Nunnally makes a face and it seems like it was actually intentional. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut from that to a Pizza Hut delivery bike. They erased the text, but the logo is still on his jacket, hat, and vehicle. Man, yeah. I I mean I mean look, I just want fucking pizza now. I'm sorry, they did they got me. I mean I don't want Pizza Hut. There's not one near me, but I want a fucking pizza. I was looking up Kogi ass tarot cards, and let me tell you about all the extremely shameful CC figures. Oh, I'm sure there are. I tons. I think I mentioned off mic, but yeah, no. As a result of doing research for this, now the places that sell me my weep figures are going. Hey, do you want CC ass statues? And it's like, no, I don't. Oh, is this the one we're looking at? Oh, this is the most shameful one by by a mile. Yeah, put it so put in recording text. Oh, Matt, Matt's like, oh, I want to look at the, <laughs> I want to look at the makes good content. Oh my That's god, yeah, not the one I got. Yeah. I didn't get bunny suit. I got pilot suit. Bunny this suit may be the most shameful statue I've ever seen. Can't, look, it's not the worst I've ever seen. She's fully clothed. Nothing's torn, but also. Mm-hmm. That's some shit. Look, look, look. That is fine, Camel Toe. (laughs) And it's extremely off model because no clamp character is this caked up. Like, what's very true? (laughs) Face down, ass up. That's the way I like to overthrow Britannia. I don't know. I needed a punchline there. (laughs) Anyway, also, enjoy this. Oh, no. Yeah, that tracks. I was of looking course. at this just to of see course. if that Nunnally was Justice, so I could say that Justice was blind. It's fine. 
If she's not, they missed an mm. obvious one. Well, there's no picture of ac- the actual cards, unfortunately. You'll yeah, because nobody buy was going to, to buy out. those. <laughs> I don't, no, I'm not going to buy that. That deck looks like shit. It sure does. Well, it costs like a dollar ninety. Yeah, it looks like a bootleg. It's definitely a bootleg. That's also true. <laughs> Chris is browsing. Yeah, I don't witch. think that's official art. No, yeah, I, well, just, I browsed whatever was the first search result. Very normal thing to do. It's fine. Anyway, before the delivery guy can even ring the bell, Cece opens the door, and two things come of this. One of them is the delivery driver speaks up. Oh, hey, thanks for all the repeat business. One question. The account we debit all this to has a guy's name on it. Is that correct? Good job. Good job dead naming Cece Dick. And two, the black cat from last episode when Suzuku and Yuffie were running around town takes the open door as an occasion to slip into the manor. The latter follows Cece into Lelouch's room as he's folding up his mask, trying to get the costume into an easily concealable transport method for the future. Nunnally opens the door again shortly after this, saying that the tea is ready, and oh my god, did you order pizza again? I can smell it. Lelouch's reply is just, I'm racking up reward points. You don't have it in here, but then Donnelly also just fat shames Lelouch, saying that his arms are getting fat. Yeah, this is what I was talking about earlier. Very weird to me. Okay. Yeah. Good gag, Okay, that's very different in the dub. Because she (sighs) just starts saying, careful, you're going to get some kind, you're going to just be chubby as hell. And he goes, well, just be careful where you put your arms. She just says, your upper arms are getting flabby, which is very funny with the clamp character design. God. It's also funny because he's not even eating the pizza. She's just calling him fat. Well, she doesn't know that. (laughs) How would she know that? What a shitty take. Uh, I, I, I look, okay. So Pizza Hut in this world, do you think they also allow rewards points to Japanese people, or is it just the Britannians? I they don't. The honor... No, they get the honorary eleven points. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be like it's gotta be like at a serious discount of value compared to the Britannians. So are you version. implying that if you get enough points, they would make you an honorary citizen? No, I think so. That's, That's funny. funnier. No, no, I mean, that is funnier. Like, no, I, it's just well, like they wouldn't. They wouldn't vibes. be as generous. <laughs> that vibes with the speech we get later. <laughs> yes, I'm just saying. You buy I'm just pizza saying. Hut, you two are a citizen. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is is, is Pizza Hut racist? <laughs> That's in this probably. world. I mean, it's probably racist. Why in this is it world a Pizza too. Hut instead of a pizza establishment, Matt? Why isn't it a pizza coliseum? Little Caesars. That's knows. right. Racist. Uh, anyway, I'm just it really is glad af- they rebranded from the Pizza TP. <laughs> pizza Yurt. God, P- Pizza Yurt is actually a good off-brand version of Pizza Hut, actually. I'm going to start looking up that, Pizza That's like the whack. I was going to say, when I'm done reading, I'm definitely checking Pizza Yurt. Uh, <laughs> no, no, just check it right now. I almost accidentally printed out this picture of the horny statue. A child, <laughs> a child grabs everything off the printer in the living room. <laughs> What? <laughs> Chris accidentally getting divorced because he came back onto Mokudo style. I can't look up Pizza Ear because on my new keyboard I forgot to rebind the Z key when I was switching my layout to Colmac. Why do you need a Z, Z key for Yurt? Well, for Pizza Hut. I'm looking up Pizza Ear. Oh, right. Wait, 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 wait. And I found out, I found I found out I forgot to unbind the, rebind the Z key when I lost a game of StarCraft 2 because I couldn't make zealots. God. 
Is this is apparently a I don't know if this is a fake quote, but it looks like something called Pizza Yurt was referenced in Spider-Man 2. Yes! That yes, rules? it was called the Pizza Yurt! There's so <laughs> many screenshots of it. He delivered pizzas from Pizza Yurt. It's pizza you know time. What that fucking owns. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, anyway, it is after the two siblings walk off that only Cece is in the room to notice the sound of the cat knocking over the costume case and clearly stealing something because the cat is only shown from the legs down now when it leaves. Yeah, and she's like, oh, you know, he told me to not not do anything, so I'm not just do that. So, Overtea not only tells her brother that everyone's being a real piece of shit about Suzuku. Shocking. But this conversation doesn't get far, though, because the cat walks into the room and announces itself with a meow which is echoing from inside of the Zero Mask, which is currently stuck on its head now. Hey, give that back! Uh, yeah, and it's so funny because everyone just goes, wow, I've never hear heard him react like this. <laughs> like the first time he's actually lost his composure. So in the dub, at least, the noise he makes is so bizarre. I can absolutely see why Nunley's like, I've never heard him do that before. It almost yeah, feels so like good. a flub. Uh-huh, the dub uh-huh. of the show is good, Matt. You should be watching the dub again. This is like another, uh, uh, this is another Death Note situation where you're missing out by not watching the dub. I probably still won't. Anyway. Just watch whatever uh, the default is for the show. They get to set that when they upload it. Yeah, and it's to Japanese, because I only listen to the Japanese version. Yeah, I think he's watching on Funimation. Yeah, I'm watching... Oh, no, I'm watching this one on uh, on uh, Crunchyroll. I'm watching Wayne on Funimation. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. His his um, unusual noise uh, startles the uh, feline felon, who then runs out the door. And once again, not only who can't see a damn thing, just goes like, uh, Lelouch, as she realizes that she's now in an empty room. And now we see Lelouch following the cat onto the rooftops through a window, and we cut to commercial. Uh, three Pizza Hut ads later, we return to Nolly having called the student council for assistance. She's pretty sure she heard a cat before Lelouch fled the room, screaming, get back here, that's mine. And then Nolly goes, I'm pretty sure it was important because I've never heard my brother sound like that. He was completely hysterical. Um, unfortunately, Nunnally has just told the worst people imaginable about this because Millie and Guy Revolts, Rivals, whatever his name is. Revolts, probably. Revolts. Um, immediately begin going, this missing item is absolutely blackmail material, and begin giggling at each other. Um, they swear that they're on the case. What follows is uh, just half an episode of slapstick comedy. Uh which I which just was my assigned note taking instead of serial experiments lane. Uh, Lelouch is following this cat around the campus where people could definitely put two and two together about the mask, uh, with there being you know just plastered with massive wanted posters and having to gas people to make them forget seeing the cat in the mask. Meanwhile, as he chases it, oh. Oh, I was I was just gonna say that like it's it's amazing that like. Lelouch is like burning his opportunities to use the Gias on all, all these different students because of this damn cat. It's just like, he's getting so hoisted by these this. These students have no military value, Matt. I'm just saying, it's just very funny to me that it's like, it's just going to be like half the school is going to be Gias. And he's like, well, fuck, I guess that's done. Uh, 
Meanwhile, as he chases the cat down, Millie comes in over the PA system and just announces the cat hunt and saying everyone is to drop what they're doing and start looking for a loose cat on campus and saying participate in clubs will get budget priority. And then I love all of the clubs suddenly emerging from the bushes. Yes. Uh-huh. That's so good. Uh, even better. Whoever finds it will get an extra special prize, a kiss from your choice of the member on the student council. Uh, Shirley just falls off the diving board where she would definitely be dead. And uh, Callie goes, wait, members like me? And gets ambushed by two whole clubs popping out of the bushes going, exactly. Both of the clubs get real fucking weird about it. It better not be a peck on the cheek. Can we choose where she kisses us? And then there's uh, some homophobia here as the gaggle of gals goes, ooh, that includes Lelouch, doesn't it? And one of them says, I would prefer Millie. And literally be said, literally the other one goes, can you please get back in the closet? <laughs> I can't believe that's in the English because like in the dub, what, or yeah. yeah in, in the, the sub, it in was the like, sub, it can says, you not do this right now? Yeah, it's basically yeah. like, really? We're doing this now? Yeah! They literally just say, can you not come out to us right now? We're busy. <laughs> it definitely feels different than get back in the closet. No, it's basically the same. <laughs> All of it's terrible. No, it's still really funny. It's just like, really? really? <laughs> you decided to make that the joke, huh? So, Shirley and Callan, who gives up her I'm feeble act briefly around the other woman so neither of them has to kiss someone. Teams but has to... to stop every time she runs by somebody. It's so good. Yes. And so they're teaming up to round up the cat, and they nearly get it. They've got it cornered. It's under a table before Shirley goes, wait, I mean, if we catch it, who do you want to kiss? It's Lelouch, right? And the answer, even if neither of them says it, is yes, because the only other man on the student council is Revolves and he sucks. I just gotta say, this whole episode is people that do not know how to acquire a cat, which is you don't chase directly after the cat or you'll never get the cat. Shirley and Callan almost had it because it's, alright, you take the back if it runs past me, I'm gonna move in. And then, and they, then they get distracted. <laughs> yeah, because they, 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 they took their eye off the prize. The prize is Lelouch unfortunately. Finally, Suzuku and Lelouch end up meeting up and chasing the cat up a clock tower, where we discover Suzuku is way more agile than Lelouch. The two start climbing the tower towards the cat, and as they crawl onto the roof, everything goes haywire and the episode hits its climax. First off, they are crawling on the roof from an open window with the cat now in a bell nook. Second, the entire rest of the student body assembles below so they can see this whole scenario. The second one's on, this last one's on purpose. Is it? Because I thought it was. Yes. No, it's no, on purpose. It makes, he knows he'll grab him. It makes it so he doesn't see the cat in the helmet. So he yeah. doesn't have to gia Suzuku now and has it for later. Okay. I, I actually I also read that, that as uh, a yeah. note taker. My bad. Then it is not a winded Lelouch slipping and nearly turning into street pizza hut but a calculated play to make Suzuku quickly scramble down, <laughs> grab a windowsill with one hand, and Lelouch with the other. That's a rude way. Like, Pizza Hut's not that bad. Jesus. <laughs> I just wanted to make the pun Street Pizza Hut. It's the second thing I've written in these notes about someone turning into fucking splatter. That's uh -huh. yeah, true. Marinara, it's fine. Go yeah. Yeah, I, I could not watch this scene and not think about Castle Cagliostro to, because of <laughs> just climbing on the roof. 
Uh, in that one, the twink noodle bodies make more sense because they're cartoon mm-hmm. people. <laughs> so, as all of this is happening, the cat knocks off the mask, finally, and it hits against the bell and rolls down and gets caught on a corner post of the roof where everyone should be able to see it. It is not that far out of sight. <laughs> it's I do. It's like three, four stories high. Come on. Sure. Okay. But it's like on the edge of the tower. Anyway, the I, I just saw this and I'm like, wouldn't everyone just be able to see that? Uh, no. Suzuku is, a, Suzuku is allowed to grab the cat and head down first, while Lelouch uh, says, uh, I got something personal I need to deal with, and goes and collects, collects the mask out of sight, I and I guess hides it. on the roof. <laughs> 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 this is not where I parked my car. Uh, so, mousy little Nina begins ginning up some anti-11 sentiment again because, you know, can't even give him credit when he's the one who caught the cat. Uh, But before the crowd can get weird about it, Lelouch goes, hey, cut that out. That dude's my friend. And then he, like, glosses right by that so he doesn't have to explain. Like, nobody can ask him, like, wait, what? (laughs) Uh, Because he asks Millie point blank uh, before the crowd if Suzuku can join the student council. That way, because he's kiss. Mm, <laughs> yes, it's like he's like. Well, okay, Suzuku got it. He could kiss whoever he wants on the council. He could already kiss Lelouch. It's already on the menu. <laughs> well, the problem is, is they both caught the cat, so now they have to kiss each other. Is basically why they have to be both on the council. If only it works out like that. Otherwise, it's forbidden. Okay, sure. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, what happens is way weirder. That's true. Yes. I I would say that's not this is not weirder. I think that's a good like get out of well, I don't know, get out of jail no, phrase, not the I phrase think, I would uh-huh. want to use. I think it's That's weird. not what I meant. Look, a peck on the cheek is nothing. It's not a big deal. Uh oh, tell Etsy, I'm gonna tell your wife you said that. What? Between siblings? Not a big deal. Not a big deal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not Keep making out of It's not Keep weird. Digging the hole, Matt. <laughs> Little, little kids kiss each other it's all the time it's not a big deal kiss between siblings i've seen it in a lot of anime <laughs> <laughs> thanks i hate it oh, it's, 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 it's a little filial love what are you talking about anyway uh so <laughs> he's required to every nice every person <laughs> is required to be in a club and for saving his life hey get to you get to join the student council you'll get some uh maybe you'll get a little bit of respect for yourself I don't know. Hopefully, you know, he stops getting bullied so hard for, you know, being charged with murdering a prince. This has to be a Japan thing where being on the student council is respectable and not a reason to bully you. Exactly. It is. It is. Millie goes, all right, sure, thinking she can probably get some juicy gossip out of this. And before this can go any further, Natalie calls both the lads over to her. She kisses both of them on the cheeks, which is not an okay thing. And goes, well, you both caught the cat, so you get uh, almost a kiss from a student council member since she's in an honorary position. And it was a pity kiss for Lelouch, who is getting fat and can't get his own kisses now. Right. <laughs> Everybody who isn't super racist Nina, who is clearly going to have an I mean, incredibly racist arc and lurks nervous as hell, begins introducing themselves and is real chill with the tension broken. 
I can't believe that, that is so surprised that the just quiet white lady is the secret racist. Come on, bro. I mean, in an anime, in an anime, not in, obviously in real life is totally different. But the show is highly realistic. If anyone on this crew was going to be telegraphed as a racist from designs only, it would be either Rivals or Millie. I thought you were talking about Definitely us Millie. and was about to say <laughs> Matt. No. No. <laughs> uh, we then cut to a full school assembly where we now have the official <laughs> I, funeral. I, I, can't, I can't be racist. I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we have an episode title. <laughs> I do not condone. Uh, we then cut to a... What? It's fine. We then cut... I don't know if you ever listened to this podcast when I was on it, but it's, you seem very surprised by how this is going. Uh, <laughs> not at all. This is, this is par for the course. We then cut to a full school assembly where we now have the official funeral of Prince Clovis and the 98th Emperor of Britannia comes out before the Ashford Academy students for a brief speech. Lelouch is less than thrilled. Uh, this speech is particularly unhinged because it begins with, All men are not created equal. And instead of that going somewhere reasonable, he goes on to say, Some are faster, some are smarter, some are born poor. And then he begins shouting out that inequality is not wrong. Equality is... Uh, we learned throughout that the two other major players on this planet, which is the EU, which has made equality a right. Uh, look, let's be fair. It's fine to dunk on the EU. And then the Chinese Federation, with its equal distribution of wealth, creating a nation of lazy dullards, is what he says. Yes. Get their I, ass. I, I, I kept <laughs> evil. I cut his, I cut his uh, editorializing. But yeah. Yeah, he's going <laughs> off on both of these places. <laughs> Uh, we see basically the entire cast as this goes on, and he's realized, and it's revealed, that this isn't just for the Ashford student body. It's being broadcast worldwide, and from his engineering science bunker, Lloyd is happy to shit-talk some of the speech as he, as it comes up, saying, evolution, such a pretty little word. Uh, and basically he says, hyper-capitalism is the best and has made us good, and if people were equal, that wouldn't work, so therefore equality is bad. And this is basically, what if the Zeon funeral speech in, uh, Gundam 79 was given by someone with no gift for politics? And it is really wild. It's a lot. It's I a thought lot. about transcribing all of it. Every line is a whoa, dude, moment. And, and, yes. And this is and this is happening, and he's not even fucking talking about his dead son, like, almost yep. at all. Like, yeah, that's the thing sucks. that's, like, th <laughs> that is, well, yes, he does. Oh, did you not but, put like, in the part where this is Lelouch's father? I mean, yeah, no, I this. didn't because we know that. Yeah. Do we? Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, we know he's a prince. And that, and that, that yes, he had his mother who was, who was like a, whatever, like not okay, but like you can only be a prince if you come from this dude's dick. Yeah, well, I mean, he, it's a pretty open I guess and shut we, case. I guess I forgot that he's a prince and not just 17th in line, like a designated survivor situation. No, we know he's literally a prince. He said he was Clovis's brother. That's right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. And finally, we say Lelouch's fist closing in the crowd and CC watching the televised feed from the apartment going, so this is Lelouch's enemy. And that's the end of the episode. How y'all feeling about this? Because this was a wild 2-1.
No fucking kidding. Oh, ah, ah. Okay. Oh, well, there, there's like three major. For one thing, the cat chase hilarious. Absolutely Love hilarious it. because it's such episode. Actually. Yeah, it's it like the the humor in it is like so over the top, and it's like it would be something that would be not so notable in like a normal school based like gag show, but. The fact that it's inserted here is absolutely to like nerve gas a crowd to chase like a cat around. <laughs> the 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 whiplash is absolutely absurd and it works in its favor for that scene. But also like CC sucks. Like what is she doing here? What is going on? Like Don't worry. Uh, I, I guess we'll find out, but uh. So Matt, you need to realize this cat episode is what made this click for me. That this is straight person Utena. It really is. This you cat know what? episode is, would be uh-huh, something out uh-huh. of that show. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what they did uh, when Nanami is like going after the 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 body switching spice again, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's getting attacked by the elephants, which is hilarious. I love that. Uh, yeah, episode. I I'm I came out of the first couple episodes we did of this going. Oh, this school stuff drags. But now mm-hmm. I'm realizing that it's only going to escalate in tandem with mm-hmm. the political drama and the violence. And that's kind of amazing. It is very that's distracting thi- that this is the Ashford Academy and makes me think of Resident Evil all the time. Yes! Yes! <laughs> huh. Huh. Speaking of incest, yes! <sighs> Everyone who says, please remake Code Veronica forgets about that. Oh, I would be, I want to see what they would do with it, because, yeah, the incest being load-bearing in that plot is amazing. Spoilers if you never played Code Veronica. I've not. I've not played a single Resident Evil. Guess what? It's one of two questionable gender portrayals in the entire uh, Resident Evil series. And it's arguable which one's worse. Oh, yeah, that happened, too, huh? (laughs) Great. Mm -hmm. Love it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Code Veronica is the most problematic 50s sci-fi Resident Evil ever gets. You know what? I love that. Yeah, no, I think it rules. I will actually give them a pass on the stupid Glenn or Glenda shit. Anybody else have thoughts on this? I just, I don't know what to feel about this show. It's all over the place. The show's great. Love it. Yeah. Love it. The show plus. fucking rocks. It's a show for just dudes who want to rock about dudes who rock. Like, I wish I wish it would pick a lane, though. Like, is it going to be funny or is it going to be dire? Being dire and funny doesn't work for me. Matt, let's just go with your metaphor. They're not going to pick a lane because, once again, we're going to see the plot completely wheel off the fucking highway like that semi that crashed in episode one. Look, there's five lanes, and the show is in all of them at the same time. Yeah. It, yeah, it's it like just, an overturned semi-truck. It's fine. Just, yeah. just getting down the highway. It. We're killing everybody. Yeah. yeah. But th- this feels like the most composite show where it's like you had four different shows that they're borrowing from, and they smashed them all together and didn't think too hard about editing it. I can't yeah. wait for you to get to the end where the ending is just, JK, we don't give a shit about any of that. Here's the new plot. And then it's over. <laughs> So it's like Death Note again. <laughs> oh. No, no, I'm talking about no? the literal last five minutes, buddy. Oh, oh, okay. okay. All right, Matt, as the person who is the blindest on this, I want you to guess what's going to happen in the next two episodes. 
Oh, right now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do it. Guess. Just based on what you've seen. Fuck. What's coming next? <sighs> okay. 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 So, all right. You have uh, Cornelia coming in. So Zero has to, like, bait Cornelia. Cornelia. Cornelia into uh, a few times. Cornelia into into a situation where he's going to have to kill her. Like that has to be like the next mini arc, right? Because we have a new villain coming in, and then it's got to be something about like radicalizing. Um, what's his name? The guy who's now nicknamed Orange, because like his redemption, his redemption arc has to be going somewhere. Like those are the two main threads I can think of, and then. I don't know. CC's just fucking around eating pizza. So just offhand, I want to point out some of the balls we haven't played. We have at least 16 royals who can be murdered. (laughs) So maybe we'll just start (laughs) chewing through those left and right. Yeah. Yeah. One down. 15 to go. And he's one of them. Yeah. That's true. But we also don't know if anyone's below him on the ranking. I said that's also true. That is also true. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we we just heard he was seventeenth. We didn't hear that he was the bottom of the we chain. Entire, we got an entire nation of leaf juice people to get through. Yeah, uh, we have. We still don't know what Cece's contract is. Like, we still that's don't even a, know what you know, she is at all. I know. By the way, in the town I grew up, there was an all-you-could-eat pizza buffet, and it was named Cece's. I was wondering yeah, yeah, if that Cece's was going to come up. They've expanded to national. The, the irony. Oh, so- they they have such good pizza there. They had the best dessert pizza. It always looked like dog shit from the commercials, but I couldn't it's not try good. it. It's not good, good pizza, but it, boy, does it good to eat. I mean, it it was pizza. Like Pizza Hut. Yeah, I we don't, had those ads here for years, but they were never anywhere within 100 miles. We would have to drive to Arizona for it. It was weird. Also, they didn't care if you brought a box to tell you how cheaply they were <laughs> making this pizza. Jesus. No, that is an inch. Like, that actually alarms me that they care that little at a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Jesus. Below Little Caesars, for sure. So uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, let's see what else is kicking around. We've got whatever's happening with the student council, because we still haven't really established much of a personality on any of them. We're no. we're getting skeletons. That's not true. Millie is horny. Mi- yeah, Millie Millie is, is is the perv, and then you have the racist one, Nina, and yeah, then Millie is now me. Every, the one that wants to. You have two that want to kiss Leiluche. One of which is twice as developed because she's also a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and then you have the gay one. Mm-hmm. Guess which one we're which talking about? <laughs> the pigtail girl. <laughs> um, oh yeah, and, and then now who who else is uh, like? I, they keep uh, gathering people. Suzuku's on there now. sidekick, and now Lelouch has two sidekicks because Suzuku's on there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah. And we still have Lloyd giving off. I am definitely a Resident Evil villain with my own plans. We just don't know what those are. Lloyd's great. Yeah, Lloyd's fun. Now but that, now that we found <laughs> out who his voice actor is, he's the Resident Evil. He's he's Glenn though. Now that, yeah. we, now that we found out about his voice actor, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 And, and then we have all the resistance groups and terrorist cells. I uh, was thinking we'd yeah, have to have a whole season-long arc of recruiting them, but no, we just wiped nope. one off the map unceremoniously. Those guys don't matter. Happen. They don't have robots. 
That's yeah, true. I think that's what's going to keep happening is that they're just going to keep being wiped out and we're only going to keep going back to the ones that uh, Callan are, is attached to. No, I feel like we have to get the former military guys at some point. I mean, yes, they yes, keep, they, they, they get a summer. They keep cutting yeah. in. They're going to build something. Anyway, yeah, I'm very interested. This is introducing more things, but if I look at it, we're slowly filling in some of the gaps. Like, the student council is coming to something. We're starting to get... Uh, a skeleton of what each person is. I still don't know how disposable royals are, but I feel like we definitely have Cornelia. And yes, Matt, I did also call her Corneria in the notes a few times because I'm playing through Stranger of Paradise right now. <laughs> <laughs> that game slaps. That game rules. Now that it's actually out on a real platform, I can fucking play it. I'm, I'm waiting for great. it to be Steam Deck compatible. The ending is unbelievable. The ending makes you go, wow, the story is the reason you play this, actually. Here's the thing. I knew I was going to be excited about the story the instant they went, and the final DLC is Final Fantasy 2, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you have to do a lot of, like, grinding and doing builds, because the DLC is all also on a difficulty higher than what's available in the base Yeah, game. I know. I have to very hard up for that. But here's the thing. I got Cheat Engine. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I so will bad. absolutely fuck around just to find out what that is. There's that part where the song battle song loops that has just the stankiest dubstep on it. It's so good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, all God. of those knobs are turned all the way. Whoa, 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 whoa. Anyway. Ah, uh, plugs. Who's got plugs, man? Check out Stranger of Paradise. Just kidding. Don't do that. It's not my plug. Yeah, yeah. Wait your turn, Chris. <laughs> <sighs> Check out this motherfucker interrupting somebody on a podcast. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> uh, yeah, Lightning Strikes Thrice. Uh, it is the JRPG Games Club podcast, soon to be just RPG Games Club podcast, as we go into Wolfstride eventually. But we're wrapping up Final Fantasy VIII. We're almost done. And... Uh, Wolfstride has the storytelling sensibilities of a JRPG. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But uh, calling Brazilians you know, Japanese Brazil. is racist. I mean, there yeah. there are Japanese people in Brazil. That's a thing. There are also German people in Brazil. Let's not talk about it. That's Argentina. <laughs> Oof. Oof. That's the only reason I didn't make that joke also. <laughs> <laughs> that was bait. <laughs> Who's racist <laughs> now? <laughs> racist against Argentinian? Classic. The global south is all the same place behavior. <laughs> <laughs> I stepped on that landline. Good turn. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, other than that, I write the occasional manga or other Yuri property reviews on Okazu, and I have a blog dedicated to the series How Do We Relationship? Uh, called oh my god they were bandmates uh omg bandmates.wordpress.com go check that out i just finally published volume one. Oh, got a whole bunch to go are volume nine is coming out in july with nothing on it <laughs> no it's a word it hasn't stopped me okay well no, no I, I thought no, you no, meant I had... you just published the first thing on there no. like haven't you been plugging this for <laughs> weeks <laughs> no 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 i had i had i had like previous works and then like okay. the jojinshi stuff so like i had i'd post okay. up there before this is the first like we're starting the actual series but yes uh, good course that's better point. than sybil's website don't worry about it yeah mine is breaking down and i really need to just spend a fucking week fixing it up here's where you mm -hmm. take out all the css and just make it plain text like the way the lord intended yeah, just mark down it. Garrett, 
speaking of things that never update, um, I talk about uh, Karate Bugman with two friends at journeythroughthedeckcast.com, where uh, it's still in the middle of Blade, possibly the same point it was last time I said this. It is. I, I checked when you last recorded the other day. It's been a month and a half. Yeah, well, I refuse to take Scheduling any sort hard. of blame for this. Ah, <laughs> uh, Chris, anything? Pass a dollar. Pitchdrop.cash. You could listen to Icons and Icons, <laughs> a Final Fantasy XIV game club podcast where I'm going to record an extremely problematic episode next time. Let's talk about the entire episode of the science guy who calls everyone an idiot and his partner is a guy who speaks in Native American voice with, like, the four-word sentences. It's not great. <laughs> well, I, I was swear... wondering if it was just going to be beast tribes, but I guess you found a way to uh-huh. make that worse. No, mm-hmm. they don't. it's not good. <laughs> is it like ARR I, I beast tribe? You... No, this is this is the monk class quest. Oh, uh, oof. <laughs> That's what we're going to be recording next. Oof, I'm sorry. I, Chris, I thought you said piss drop, and I was getting very distracted. That's right. That's <laughs> right. I got some photoshops to do of the logo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just make it yellow. You, the color's pretty close, honestly. Olive is not far off. It's it's like olive to chartreuse, depending on your colors. I have a Pantone code. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you have to pay Darren for that. Darren is very you know? professional. It's, no, Darren is very professional and sends you all your pe- your like hex codes and stuff like that and your oh, pantone codes. I'm aware. I still need mm-hmm. that tattoo. Anyway, we'll be back in two weeks with episodes seven and eight, and probably attack Corneria. See ya. Hmm. Peace out, Peace. fuckers. What is this fucking? <laughs> no, the next episode uh, is literally called Attack Corneria. That's it, why it I'm oh, okay, okay, okay. I mean, like, I'm just like, are we just gonna do a fucking Star Fox episode? What the fuck is this? Maybe. No, no, no. <sighs> All right.